The following is brought to you with no commercial interruptions. I feel like because you live in America, I have to start every like podcast with you with like, so are you guys okay? Yeah. (laughs) Kind of depressing. Yeah, pretty much. Do you know, just like completely off topic, if Nevada has started sending out mail-in ballots yet? No, not yet. I believe it's going to be the beginning of October. Okay. Cutting it close. Awesome. Well, you know, Trump was in uh, Minden last night. Telling the people yeah. there that, oh, yeah, they're sending out ballots to dogs. They're sending out ballots to dead people. They're going to send, I bet they're going to send ballots out to, to everybody except Republicans. Well, I'm sure that they will. They're going to send two ballots to Germany, presumably. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We've already looked into it. Um, we're not trusting the mail to get it back in time. So we uh, found out we can actually drop our ballots at the consulate in Munich. Oh, cool. So we will be doing that. And then it goes by diplomatic post back, so it is more likely to actually be received. Ah, because it's not going by uh, USPS. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Season 5, Episode 7 of the Better Band Podcast, an all-encompassing trip through the Pearl Jam catalog. I am your host, Brandon Palomo. Each episode, my guest and I go track by track through every album, soundtrack, and single to discover why you simply can't find a better band. Welcome back to the Better Band Podcast. This is Brandon, and today we're talking about the Yield song. Uh, that is known as Red Dot, Color Red, Red Bar, or Untitled, depending on uh, what the source is that you're getting this information from. And today, the guest here to talk about it is a good old friend of the podcast, Kevin Lassard. Hey, everybody. Hell yeah. It's so good to be with friends, especially podcast friends. Yes, and for friends spanning the spanning the globe. That's right. So we got this uh, Jack Irons track. Yeah. Are we sure it's by, are we sure it's written by Jack Irons? Because I mean, it sounds so much like just a straightforward stone gosser. <laughs> <popping. laughs> album you kind of got you know brain of jay it's kind of you would think oh yeah that's kind of stone or maybe jeff but you know mike ended up writing it right and, uh, yeah no no in the uh in the in the booklet it says jack so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah now before we get too far into it i wanted to actually ask you a question uh concerning that uh because it, it's the one thing that i i did a lot of a lot of research like with air quotes you know the way like anti-vaxxers research um <laughs> 
And I couldn't find anyone who had what seemed like a legitimate answer to who is actually singing on the color red untitled red dot. Mm -hmm. Do you know, or have you had any luck finding an answer to that, that I haven't? Um, officially I'm going to say no, but I believe the consensus is that Jack is singing it. I think that I've seen someone else say somewhere that Jack is singing it, but I don't know if they had any facts, any, uh, hardcore Mm -hmm. evidence or anything like that. But it does sound like it could be a mix of Jack and Ed. That's kind of, you know, listening to it in the headphones, that was kind of what I arrived at. But, it, you know, not really knowing those guys that well or ever having met them, it was hard for me to, to say for certain. Yeah, especially since pretty much the only vocal performance by Jack Irons, at least in the Pearl Jam universe, is from uh, Whale Song. For, uh, for people to, to compare that to, I don't know, since I haven't listened to any of his mm-hmm. solo stuff, if he sings on those or if there are singers or he has got somebody else doing it or not. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. And the fact that both voices, assuming it's two different people, are singing in falsetto also makes it more difficult to nail down on this one. Like, even yeah. if you had samples of Jack singing like like we do on Whale Song. And- yeah, that's completely different key and stuff that he sings right. in so all right yeah no i was just curious about that and yeah we got that it's a sort of sort of like a sort of uh interstitial album split uh song similar to pry 2 but it's not you know you don't flip the record and then it's this song you got do the evolution as the first piece uh as the first track on side a on side two side b or whatever and then you've got this I don't know if just because the they needed it sequenced the way it is, and then with mm-hmm. the uh, the limit the time limitations on the vinyl, if it's like, oh man, this would be like the perfect spot to do it, but you know we need to have do the evolution right here, so we'll just go ahead and uh, and do it like that. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Like it, it, I mean, it's I guess it's a nice break between do the evolution and. It's pilot is the next one, right? I've got MFC. MFC. Oh, that's right. Because there was another thing I wanted to point out about that, um, which we can do now or later. Yeah. <laughs> now. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. on the album, uh, on Yield, the track listing goes untitled MFC, mm-hmm. with this being untitled, the color red. On Live on Two Legs, the track yeah. listing goes untitled MFC. See, MFC is also is always preceded by an untitled track. Yeah, and if you go to their uh, the Pearl Jam website and look up this song as uh, oh hey, let me see uh, you know if it got if it uh, if they have lyrics up or if they got uh, how many times it's been played live or anything like that, and it says oh wow forty nine times wow that's pretty mm-hmm. uh, wow and they start to, you know it's uh, that's wow yeah. and then. You uh you go to live on two legs and it's like oh yeah the untitled that it's like oh yeah forty nights we uh, oh that's oh that they um yeah yeah that's uh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I was I was actually super excited when I looked at that website and saw the dates and one of them was the Irvine show that we were at and I was like really I've heard this live mm-hmm. and then I I went back and thought about it and realized like oh no that's that's the MFC untitled yeah they they've kind of um done a I Davinita with this where they'd uh, play it. They played it on the uh, yield tour um, as they were walking out and stuff, but it was a different version because it was a whole lot longer than like the, uh, the minute and change that's on the uh, album. 
So I don't know if there's like an alternate take with Jack just kind of like just going off and getting out there. Oh, I'm 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 sure that the minute plus that we got of Jack on the record was not a tenth of the craziness <laughs> that he actually recorded. So, yeah, this hasn't actually been uh, performed live. You, you mean Jack hasn't broken out the steel drums live on stage <laughs> yet? Yet. Yeah, you never know. It could be. Uh, you know, this is the, you know, Pearl Jam 30 year coming up. Who knows what uh, stuff might come out from the vault or wacky shows will come <laughs> yeah. uh, um i i also didn't bother to look up because i'm lazy i know that that at some point they've performed yield cover to cover right mm-hmm. what did they do when they got you know between do the evolution and mfc <laughs> show um they just go straight according to the the set list online they just go straight from do the evolution to mfc skip my favorite well you know there's um the people talking there trying to figure out it's like oh if they ever do vitology uh from start to finish what's that uh what what are they going to do with that well they've performed bugs before like we know he can whip out the accordion yeah but then there's pry two and i davanita and uh stupid mop Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like half of side B. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, good question. So nicely, Pearl Jam has uh, cleared up my question about the lyrics to this song on their official website. Oh, yeah. Because I, I have read every single possible version of what they are online and also had my own version that I thought it was when I had listened to this track. And uh, online, the official lyrics say... The the Pearl Jam official lyrics are, We're all crazy, we're all crazy, and we're. Yep, and it's got that in the uh, Pearl Jam anthology guitar tab book as well, because yes, they got the tab for it in there. It's a steel drum oh, wow. and... You know, 104 beats a minute. Mm-hmm. Do they do they have the the tempo changes in the tab also? Uh, I believe so. Okay, that it it because it goes up and down between loops. Yeah, and I also I I made a bunch of notes yeah. because I'm a percussion nerd. I noticed that um, there's a handful of shakers that get played on. You know, I assume that that all the percussion is Jack, and they just layered all of this. But he only plays the shakers on the down tempo times through. Mm-hmm. He plays hi hat on the on the drum set when they're doing the full tempo. Oh, okay. The up tempo, and then when he switches to down tempo, he does not play the hi hat, and he does play shakers. Okay, so he switches it up. Yeah, he does. He does. 
And he plays those toned bells in the intro, which sound like it's either like a genius melody in a really odd key, or he's just randomly playing some bells. <laughs> and then, of course, the steel drum part, the drum kit, um, and timbales are the other instrument that I picked out listening through. Yeah, it looks like it goes from uh, 104 beats a minute to around 90 to about 106, kind of going up and down between those. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was listening to a click track when he was doing it. Yeah, I don't think he he like went through one time at 104 and stopped, and then went one through one time at 90 and stopped. That would that doesn't sound like Jack's style. I don't think. No, you got to go with the groove. You got to speed up and slow down. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to get into the groove. Man, you got to prove your love to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. I think that's the first Madonna reference in this podcast ever. That, that's what friends of the podcast are for. <laughs> that's what friends are for. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that um, and then other places, as far as the lyrics go, they've said war all crazy, war all crazy and war. that when i listen to it it kind of sounds like we're all crazy we're all crazy and war it's kind of like it sounds like there's war and we're mixed in there i always heard what i'm crazy what i'm crazy and what that's what it not having read any lyrics when I was 18 and first listening to this, that's what I picked out. Well, in the, in the lyric book, in the CD, there are no, there are no lyrics on right. it. It's just got the, uh, the picture. Oh, shit, I didn't look up to see where the, the yield sign is on here. Oh, crap. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. I know, I gotta do that. I forgot I did this for yield. So, yeah, if you're looking at the, the CD booklet, you're going to find the yield sign... Oh, crap. I can't see it. Everybody get their yield booklets out from the CD. And you specifically need the CD for this. You're going to go to the red dot page, and you're going to see the yield sign. Kind of uh, on the left side, there's uh, two rows of buildings with uh, fences there. You're going to be looking on the left side, left corner. It's very sort of faded, and you're kind of looking at it like, could that be it? There's kind of a triangle shape. Yes, that's it. That's the uh, that's where the yield sign is. Mm-hmm. It's not an actual an actual triangle there. It kind of looks like it's I don't think photoshopped, but it's kind of like shadows and just the way the mm-hmm. bricks are kind of uh, positioned as the wall on the uh, on the building there. This kind of makes a a triangle shape. But that's uh, that's it. Yep. Yeah, I see that on my CD booklet. Yes, and um, of course the vinyl uh, does not have an o- its own individual panel. And if you're yes, and if you're looking at your vinyl, Got there's not really any credits for it. They just have the red dot in the corner of the all the yester all those yesterdays panel. And oh, see yeah. the only reference there. It doesn't have the uh, you know played by Jack at Jack's home little note there that it does in the uh, in the booklet right i do not have the vinyl so i am taking your word for that 
Oh, they think that I think at the uh, the Pearl Jam web store they uh, they've got copies of the vinyl back in stock. I'm sure that they do. I'm also sure that it would cost an arm and a leg to ship it to Germany <laughs> and that it might not arrive because I'm actually still waiting for some tri-tip marinade that I ordered in July. <laughs> as long as I get it before Nevada Day, damn it. That's <laughs> the real Nevada Day or the observed Nevada Day? The real Nevada Day. Hell yeah. Because I remember when we were kids, if October 31st was a Saturday, you didn't get any days off school. Nope. And if it was a Wednesday, then you got a a random ass day in the middle of the week off. Yep. To go back to school. That's the way it ought to be. Yeah. People today ought to suffer like I suffered. (laughs) So let's see. What other notes do I have about this song? Uh, The instrumentation, the singing. Yeah. At the the at the end, I don't know if that's some sort oh, of oh the the CD skipping noise. Yeah, I I think it sounds kind of like a like a cricket. Yeah, so I've I actually read something funny in my once again air quotes research <laughs> that someone said that the noise at the end is the cricket noise from a toy cricket from the Mulan Happy Meal. You know the like really. Yeah, which someone immediately posted in the comments that that is bullshit because Yield came out in February of 98 and Mulan came out in July of 98. Oh. <laughs> so those internet research and, and internet sleuths out there. Yeah, yeah. So it is not the cricket toy from the Mulan Happy Meal. I always thought, because I, of course, got this as a CD and would listen to it in CD players in crappy cheap CD players, which is the only thing I had at the time. And I always thought it was the the CD skippy noise when your CDs were too scratched up. Mm-hmm. And almost every time I just listened to Yield straight through, I got to that point. I was like, oh, shit. And then I realized like, oh, no, it's not like it's supposed to sound like that. Yeah, and it, it, it fits the tempo and also the tone. I don't know if the actual notes or whatever, but it, it kind of fits in with it too so i don't know if it's something that was found because it would be quite a find if um just something out there was just happened to be like the song or whatever or if maybe it's something he heard and then kind of wrote the music around that or if it's something that Mm -hmm. he kind of had a sound of and made it fit into that or something yeah i'm not not sure what I mean, you'd have to know what that noise is before you could sort of work out backwards whether he... Because, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if he started out with this cool sound that he had and then just tried to, like, loop it and play along with it and ended up with the song that we know now. Yeah, if there was something in, like, maybe it was, like, in throughout, like, the longer parts of the song or something like that. It's kind of like, ah, you know, shorten it and it doesn't really fit and I'll just put it in at the end. It'd be a sample of something and keyboard, you know, changing the pitch of it and everything. Yeah. Or maybe Jack Iron had early access to the Mulan Happy Meal cricket toy. <laughs> <laughs> like a year before the movie came out. And yeah, there's prototypes they got to make. And, you know, yeah. The only other thing I, I could think of is that I think that the um, there could be symbolism there with the title just being a red dot if the lyrics are mentioning war kind of like a a single drop of blood Mm -hmm. uh signifying uh the carnage 
the human toll of war kind of wordlessly staring you in the face. Right, which would then fit thematically really nicely directly after Do the Evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... But uh, the lyrics say it's weird, right. so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, it does serve as a nice sort of palate cleanser between Do the Evolution and MFC. I feel like like that would have been too hard of a transition without something in between those two. Mm-hmm. So I think that that even though it would have been really nice at the top of side B on the record, that where they put it in the in the track listing is the right place. Yeah, I think that if they were to have actually put hummus on the vinyl and they were able mm-hmm. to get the uh, the sides even, that it they probably were hoping that this would have been the first side two song on it. But I think like as it is, they didn't want the uh, they didn't want it to go too long on either side because then, you know, as you get closer to the center of the record, the kind of fidelity drops a little bit on right. it. So that kind of explains why, mm-hmm. you know, the original pressing of Vitology is just one LP, but then the reissue is uh, it's two discs. So they can right. kind of spread it out and you kind of get a better sound for, uh, for the songs. Yeah, that is definitely true about the fidelity thing. So that, that is probably probably how that worked out i mean it's hard to say so then i think that's pretty much more than anybody could have talked about this song (laughs) that is probably true but it is an integral oh i remember what it was i was gonna say it was something that april said because i always force my wife to listen to these songs before i come (laughs) on here and talk to them and um what she said is like obviously not a not a real poppy appealing song and she's like what things did they leave off of this record and decide to include this? And did you and tell I, her? I, I, uh, well, I did not. Because oh. I, I did not want to um, to make it seem worse than it already was. <laughs> but but it did make me think like, wow, they, they really dug. I, either they just really wanted to include something that Jack wrote and had input on like, mm-hmm. like oh we've got to put something to jacks on here or they just really thought that like this out of all the you know more than you more than black red yellow black red yellow was than, uh no code oh all right more than you more than what else was off what's a b-side leather man leather man was a b-side from this one yeah nope none of those <laughs> whale song wait yeah see they had other Jack options as well. Well, I think I think Whale Song fits better with the uh, the music for our Mother Ocean theme. Thematically, yeah, yeah, that that slots in very well. But yeah, I think it's kind of like, oh yeah, we got some more space on there. I mean, we're not going to fit Hummus on there as a hidden track. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, the 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 unofficial beginning of Side yep. B, I think, is is a great spot for it, similar to uh, to Pry Two. Yeah, I agree. But uh, I think, yeah, like I said, we, we've talked about this more than I think anybody has yeah. talked about this song in the history of, uh, of definitely Pearl Jam podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about just buddies who, I mean, it's not, that's, that's not the case with us, but people who've gotten high for some reason have, have talked about a single Pearl Jam song, <laughs> talked about this. I mean, I don't know they would yeah. uh, spend this much time on it. I don't think they would. Maybe some, <laughs> some, uh percussion doctoral candidate at some university 
wrote their thesis on this song. Oh, there you go. You missed your chance, Kevin, but oh, you yeah. didn't, uh, you weren't uh, a music uh, major or anything. No, no, I sure wasn't. But if I was, this would have been, you know, 250 pages with citations <laughs> on this song. Oh, hopefully this inspires somebody who's, uh, who's out there listening, who's, uh, who's a college kid and trying to think, of, it's like, what can I really say that'll blow people's minds that hasn't been done before? That obviously, you know, I'm not going to plagiarize from because, you know, all the uh, the programs that are out there now catching mm-hmm. people doing that. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah. let's 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 wrap this up now, and uh, we'll end. I'll ask you, Kevin, what's something you think that people should do to share the light out there to help make the world a better place, or at least uh, spread kindness out there among humanity? Um, this is a really simple answer to this, but it's. Um, it comes to mind because I just recently did this. Give someone you care about something nice. I have been married for a long time, for 12 years now. Congratulations, I, I guess. Thank you. I, I often, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> please cut that out. Um, <laughs> um, I often forget to do the small things like buy my wife flowers or when I come back from a business trip, bring chocolate or a gift or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I have been trying to be better about doing that for my wife. But then, you know, it occurs to me that she's not the, like she's the person I care about the most in the world, but she's not the only person I care about in the world. And that if I care enough to bring her something that I, I should occasionally just randomly give other people small gifts. So that's something I am going to try to start doing. And I want to encourage other people to do that too. Within within your budget, it doesn't have to be something expensive. It can be something you make yourself, something that you would be throwing out or Marie Kondoing anyway. Just uh, pass it on and give a little joy to somebody else. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, you know, when you're, especially like a little kid or something like that, it's like, oh, Father's Day or something. You just, you know, make a drawing or whatever for your parents and, like oh here and like oh yeah that's cool and then you know at some point you're just like oh you're expected to spend money or something like that or you know get a gift and you know there's always as always there's the gift of time because that's something that can't be uh can't be taken back right that's right you could um in theory write a one minute plus percussion piece for somebody with random <laughs> lyrics yeah yeah, break out your ukulele, strum a little something, or your accordion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's been good talking to you, man. Oh, yeah, you too, Kevin. Always good to have you on. Always good to, to get in there deep and uh, put our conspiratorial hats, uh, foil-lined hats on to, to try to figure out Pearl Jam's uh, weird stuff. Yep, the, the hidden meanings. Yes. Someday... Someday Eddie Vedder is going to write a book and it's just going to be like this, this super deep thesis of the hidden meanings and all of their weird tracks. Yeah. But that'll, that'll take away from uh, me getting into the business of writing uh, 33 and a thirds about uh, the Pearl Jam catalog. Oh yeah. <laughs> but can't do that for verses because somebody's always already working on that. Yeah. It's supposed to be out sometime, but that was before the pandemic hit and uh, who knows. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll catch up again uh, before this before this season is over. <laughs>
Oh uh, yeah, in, in, in real life, you mean? Or I think no. this is the this is it for your tracks on Yield. Uh it depends. Oh wait, no. Oh oh crap! That's right. <laughs> we recorded this out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe. Hey, Kevin. Maybe we'll talk again about another Yield song. Who knows? I hope it's a weird one. <laughs> if we do. <laughs> I, I don't know how we could, uh, if it's a weird one, how we would be able to talk more about it than we did on this song, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, Kev, and we'll definitely talk again later. Definitely. And take care of yourself, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay masked. The Better Band Podcast is produced by ListenUpReno.com and Brandon Palomo and published using a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. Please visit creativecommons.org or email ListenUpReno at gmail.com for more details. All music played is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. You can subscribe to The Better Band Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or from BetterBandPod.com using your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Better Band Pod. I'm on Twitter at Brandon P, B-R-A-N-D-E-N-P. If you'd like the job I'm doing here, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Brandon P and leave me a $3 tip. Or give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and don't forget to tell your friends. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, send an email to betterbandpod at gmail.com, or send any insights and stories you'd like to share, and I'll read them on the season finale episode. Again, I'd like to thank my guest Kevin, and as always, this is Brandon saying, Marge, there's just too much pressure. What with my job, the kids, traffic snarls, political strife at home and abroad. But I promise you, the second all those things go away, we'll have sex.